There are all kinds of creatures in the Dungeons & Dragons Monster Manual, but we don't think it's fair to label them all as monsters. Well, some of them might be really nice. Maybe even new best friend kind of nice. So each episode, we look at a new entry and decide once and for all, are they fiends or are they friends? Welcome to Monster Friends. This week, we make friends with Displacer Beast. Hi. Hi. A regular episode. A regular episode. I can't wait to talk a bunch. For a, You mean a bunch or for a very short amount of time? Well, I get to talk more than you get to talk. Oh, yeah. Okay. You. I just want to hear my voice. You know, I love you the sound. You hate listening I know, to your I voice. I really do. <laughs> I'm so full of shit. Um, what do we got today? Dog. Dog? It's a dog. You think it's a dog? I thought it was a cat when I first saw it. Um, but then I remembered that I fight in Final Fantasy VII. There's an animal that looks exactly like this one. And I was like, what's that? Is that a cat or a dog? It's a dog. Yeah. So see, I looked at it and I was like, oh, that's Bagheera from the Jungle Book with oh, yeah. six legs and tentacles coming out of its I, shoulder blades. I, I have a theory about the extra legs. I think there's just a smaller one behind him. <laughs> you think so? Yeah. A two-legged smaller one behind him? Yeah. Like that's he walks the, around like a T-Rex. What, yeah, the babies like latch on like possums. <laughs> Maybe. Um, yeah, it's it's a. I say it looks very feline. You say it it's, looks like a dog. It's very feline when you look at it first, but then if you've seen the guard dogs from Final Fantasy VII, you're like, oh, that's that's a dog. It's got. It doesn't really have cat ears if you look at it closely. It does have more of a dog like, uh, like a pit bull ear. Um, well. The Monster Manual does say it is a sleek cat. Rude. Um, I looked. At, I looked it up because when you brought, I I haven't played Final Fantasy VII. So when you brought that up before we started recording, I I looked it up because I was curious. I was like, oh, I mean, which one came first? Obviously, I, Dungeons and Dragons. I thought so, but it could have been something from like the newest okay. edition. Uh, but no, the the this is called the. Oh wait, do you have a name for it? Well, I just named it dog. Yeah, so okay. my like deductive reasoning there was like, well, it looks like a dog from a game and that's just called a guard dog. And we're Fair. in D and O comes after I because we just did a dinosaurs dinosaurs. Yeah. So it's dog. OK, that's fair. This is called a displacer beast. Well, I would have never gotten no. that. Um, but the, the displacer beast has been in every edition of the monster manual. Um Sometimes when I do research, I don't write down every little bit of what it was because I'm like, I'll remember that. Uh, the first Monster Manual came out sometime in the mid to late 70s, yeah. uh, 75, 76, 77, something like that. Uh, that's the detail I didn't remember. But it's been in every edition of the Monster Manual, and it's actually considered one of uh, their, uh, I forget what they call it, but like 
it's like their main property. Like, so it's not part of their open license or anything. Like, mm-hmm. this is something that nobody else can really use. Uh, that's the same with beholders, if you remember beholders, the one eyed floating yeah. tentacle things. Uh, yeah. So they're not part of their open gaming license. This is part of their like product identity or whatever. It Interesting. Is. Have they talked to uh, Square Enix? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm yeah, wondering they should probably if there's look a that court up. case. Because <laughs> uh, that's eerily similar the biggest okay so we didn't really describe it it's like a big black panther panther yeah not like a cat not like a kitty but like but like a hunting cat cat. it's got like three like long whips but one is its tail the difference being with the guard dog in d uh in uh final fantasy the the whip is coming out sort of from like the back of its neck um and it doesn't have a tail and then the two extra the the surplus of like whips are uh shoulder blades basically yeah and they have like spiky spike mouths on them they look like they could like latch onto you and like suck your blood they they have like the whips kind of flare out into like a canoe paddle that's a little bit more pointed like a leaf or a leaf yep (laughs) (laughs) and then have like spikes on it that look like they could just ruin your day yeah yeah, that would be not fun. Um, so, yeah. What did I write for stats? I actually didn't write my stats down. I, mean, I didn't actually fine. write anything down. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't want to write any more words. So I'm just going to. Let's see. Okay. Strength. Um, you know what? Are there buff furries? Are there buff furries? Yeah. Do you mean like the people that. Under the suits or the suits themselves? I know that they make buff furry suits. Yeah, because I was going to say the mascot for the Toronto Rock, which is like the lacrosse team here, it's just a man, but sometimes he lifts up his jersey and like he has mascot abs. That's interesting. It's really weird. And I say it's just a man. I mean, it's a man inside a suit that is a man. You know, those suits are like so expensive, like uh, like the helmet. So just the headpiece is like upwards of like one thousand dollars. Most of that is probably hopefully the fan that keeps you cool inside of it. Honestly, <laughs> also like you can't really wash it. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess that's it's true. It's really hard to wash them because like there are these very specific types of like like fur-esque fibers and anyway off on a tangent i heard it on a podcast once they were looking up pricing and like washing and uh dexterity i mean there's a lot of there's a lot of hands or legs there's a lot but also i still there's a lot of limbs i still think there might be a small creature behind them (laughs) because those ones in the middle just don't make any sense like if you were doing this for like speed like why you're like a centipede yeah, the, the way that it is drawn out the middle legs and you you'll be able to see this if you go to our uh instagram or whatever or our website um you'll be able to see a picture or you can look it up yourself yeah. everybody listening but yeah the legs in the middle of this drawing are like hold up um are you spaced out properly yeah it's a little it's a little weird so i would say pretty dexterous plus like whips um constitution yeah this thing looks tough this thing looks like it's got high constitution especially given its name what is it destroyer bot (laughs) yeah it's the displacer beast same thing same um yeah that sounds pretty tough uh intelligence uh cats are pretty smart 
okay, there are dumb cats, but I think the general rule is that cats are smarter than dogs, right? I, I guess, but also, man, I mean, how often you see a cat try to jump from one service to another and then just <laughs> fall instead? <Sail. laughs> um, charisma, it's a cat, so uh, I don't know. Cats can do this thing where they mimic baby cries to get attention from humans. Did you know that? Um, I mean, I guess I didn't know that specifically, but I did know that like mountain lions sound like women screaming. Mm-hmm. So like if I had put that all together in my brain, that would have made sense. Yeah. Cats are very manipulative. Uh, and then wisdom. Um, yeah. I mean, curiosity killed the cat, but I don't think this cat dies very easily. So pretty wise. <laughs> Yeah, actually, I don't know if you know this, but uh, cats store all of their lives in their legs. So this cat actually has more lives than a regular cat. One, two, three, four, five, six. Also, it looks like they only have one back leg (laughs) and one front leg. This is the problem with this. Okay, here, wait, maybe I'm seeing now. Okay, hold on a second. It's like that, that drawing of the elephant or whatever where you're like, it's legs, that illusion where its legs don't actually match up with its body, okay, but it I've, looks right. I figured it out, I think. Okay, so there's the front arm, and then the first arm behind it is the, the second front arm. Yeah. And then there's the side arm, and the one, the second arm in, that's the, that's its pair. And then this one back here is the matcher for the back paw. Okay. I was, oh my God, yeah, I'm so confused. The drawing is like, it's doing its like stalking prowl thing. So its legs would be all spread out, but then it just means that his middle legs are like dangling ah! around and you're like, I don't under, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. You did a, you did a pretty decent job with their stats. What can I say? Um, for the most part, strength is plus four. Dexterity is a plus two. Uh, constitution is plus three. Dumb as hell. Uh, it has a negative two in intelligence. It's uh, not very charismatic. Oh. Um, and it has a plus one wisdom. But I mean, so mostly you were good, but you fucked up the intelligence. Char- charisma and intelligence. Which, I mean, whatever. Do you want to learn about them? Sure, tell me all about it. Okay. I sound so enthused. <laughs> <laughs> I guess since we brought up Final Fantasy VII, you said that, uh, that those things are called the guard dogs. They're just guard dogs. They're actually, let me just say one thing quickly. Yeah, of course. Uh, according to the Final Fantasy wiki, they're military canines trained by troopers from the Shinra Public Security Division. They are extremely obedient once trained and can sniff out intruders and launch ferocious attacks when ordered. Okay, cool. That's uh, That's sort of similar to... Uh, the displacer beast they are now they're used or can be used as like guard uh animals i was gonna call them guard dogs but guard cats guard cats or like bodyguards or or whatever for like you know um important people or people who think they're important um but it gets its name from its ability to displace light uh so that ability means that the displacer beast always appears to be several feet away from where it actually is. So you know that like science experiment where you put like a straw in a glass of water and then like it looks like it's bent or, or it's not attached together. That's because of the way the water in the glass refracts light. Right. Um, And that's basically explaining this to me. (laughs) I'm explaining it, not just to you. I'm explaining it to everyone, but so that's basically the same thing that, the displacer beast 
can do, uh, which makes it, you know, pretty hard to hit if you're going to fight one. Uh, from a gameplay mechanics, that kind of means that attacks against it are made with disadvantage to, uh, you know, represent the fact that you're swinging at something that isn't actually where you think it is. Um, so this is kind of like that, um, you know, that paint that everyone, there was a huge controversy about. Like the blackest black paint. Yeah, Vanta so, black. Yeah, that it displaces light. And then another artist was like, I can make a blacker paint. And then he made black 3.0. Yeah. <laughs> Which is very funny. That, that um, whole feud between them is fucking well, great. The guy, the guy who did Vanta black, he like copyrighted it. And he copyrights a lot of things that like... As an artist, you should be encouraging people to use the mediums that you create, you know? Like, that's how yeah. art grows and shifts. Uh, so the other guy was like, okay, well, I'll make another black and it'll be free for everybody. Except for you, man. You made, can't yeah. get the black. If anyone sells you the black, you're going to jail. <laughs> He's written a very, very tight legal clause It's very around funny. It. I, I like it a lot. The whole thing about this black paint is that it absorbs light. It's like a black hole. Yeah. Um, and I guess that makes sense because these are black cats. So they probably like absorb the light in some way and are able to ref reflect in a way that they're not there. Yeah. Really, but they're there. Exactly. Cool. Um, Displacer Beasts come from the Feywild. Uh, we've kind of touched on different planes of existence in a couple different episodes. Fey as in fairy? Yeah. Uh, so like, just as a reminder, we exist, or like most D&D &D campaigns, like the campaign that we're running, yeah. exists in the material plane. Yeah. Um, the demons live, uh, in, the live in the abyss, which is part of the outer planes. Uh, the Feywild is one of the ethereal planes of existence. Mm -hmm. uh, it mirrors the material plane, but it's more like, I don't want to say it's more magical because obviously D&D &D is magical, but it's sort of filled with more wonder and like spectacle, I guess, comparatively. Yeah. It's the land of perpetual twilight, home to fairies and vampires. elves and unicorns and goblins and giants. Vampires. And, and I don't think... You said twilight, but vampires. Oh, no. Vampires, I think, would probably come from the Shadowfell, which we talked about with the... Do you remember the Dark Mantle, the, like, squid umbrella thing? Oh, God. The so that's, that's the Shadowfell, uh, which is kind of like the darker version of the Feywild. So they both mirror... Uh, the material plane in the same sort of sort of way. Uh, they overlap, mm -hmm. right? The material plane and the the Feywild, they overlap, but they don't actually, like, touch each other. Like, they occupy the same space, but without meshing with each other. It's like, I don't know if this is how science works, but it's like, I don't know, their atoms vibrate at different frequencies or whatever. They're not <laughs> wrong. Yeah, so um... something like that. It's I don't think it's really explained in D&D, &D, but, like, Oh, you know what it's kind of like? It's like the uh, the Lewis dot diagrams where the electrons jump, but like there can only be so many electrons in like one, uh, in one ring, and so like if one electron moves, the other one has to move, so they never overlap, like that. Yes, I trust that you are correct. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a minute, but uh, yeah, no, I'm pretty sure something along those lines. Don't come at me bro I'm doing, <laughs> I'm doing math right now i don't know what's happening with my life so uh so that's where the displacer beasts come from yeah uh and they were trained by members of the unseelie court which is 
a whole other thing that we're not really going to get into, but I we have to sort of briefly explain it just real quick, just for the purposes of this creature. This is a court dedicated to no ceilings. Yeah. Um, there are two queens that rule the Feywild. Uh, there's a Seely court and the Unseely court. Uh, sometimes people try to equate the Seely and Unseely Fey to good and evil, but that isn't really accurate at all. Uh, the Seely Fey are part of the Summer Court, and the Unseely Fey are led by the Queen of Air and Darkness. So it can kind of be viewed as like a light versus dark thing, but even that isn't like. It's not a clear-cut dichotomy between the two. They there just never have is. different opinions. There are good <laughs> in both and bad in both. Good people do bad things and bad people can do good things. And then like all of the like night hags and goblins <laughs> and all that sort of stuff. They also live in the Feywild, but they aren't part of either of the courts. Either of the courts and they're actually mostly pretty evil so like if you look at the dichotomy that way well then the seely and unseely courts are they're they're the good guys and then you know the witches that steal and burn children are kind of the bad guys it's it's a whole thing anyway displacer beasts were trained and bred to be as ferocious as possible uh by members of the unseely court uh and they were used to hunt uh the wondrous animals of the Feywild. So like unicorns and pegasi and like those kinds of creatures. I wish which I knew a unicorn. It's kind of mean. You wish you knew a unicorn? Yeah. Do you think you'd be able to talk to it? Yeah, definitely. Unicorns can talk English. <laughs> Do you think so? Can I talk English? I don't know. I think unicorns have a way of communicating like like dolphins. Well, yeah, I'm sure that they can talk With to humans. each other. No, dolphins can talk to people. Telepathically? No. Yeah. <laughs> but through like... Uh, Body language? Emotions. I feel like I feel like a unicorn could shoot telepath rays out of its horn at you. Yeah, something like that. That it, horn has to be used for something. Because I don't see... Probably like, not stabbing. I, no, because unicorns aren't capable of violence. <laughs> I feel like that's untrue. <laughs> but okay, sure. So yeah, there were, displacer beasts were trained for that purpose. Uh... This is where it's kind of weird, because it says displacer beasts are too smart to be kept captive, but they have such negative intelligence. I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> displacer beasts uh, escaped from under the thumb of the Unseely Court and took off into the wilds of the Feywild. Uh, eventually, the Seely Court started to see the displacer beasts as a problem, so they hunted the displacer beasts. Displacer beasts? to the edges of the Feywild, and many of the Displacer Beasts cross over into the Material Plane. So that's why they're here. They were trained by the Unseelie Court, uh, hunted out of existence by the Seelie Court, uh, and then they ended up here. Displacer Beasts also have a mortal enemy. Oh. Uh, the Blink Dog. Blink Dog? Blink Dog. We haven't covered a Blink Dog. No, they're like... they're The way that the Monster Manual is set up is they're like... All of these creatures. And at the very end of the monster manual, there's like a section for just regular animals. And for some reason, the blink dog is in the regular animals part, like right between like ape and boar or whatever the fuck. I don't know how the alphabet works. Anyway, uh, blink dogs are essentially the Sealy Court's answer to displacer beasts. Um, displacer beasts look like they're standing in a spot different from where they are. Blink dogs blink in and out of existence they teleport like nightcrawler from x-men style um 
but they don't like each other. They fight each other. If they see each other, they'll try to ruin each other's lives completely. Displacer beasts. Uh, they were trained for hunting, obviously. So, I mean, that's kind of what they do. They are big, giant hunting cats, essentially. Yeah. Um, but they don't just like they will hunt alone, but they are also pack animals. And that's generally how you would find them. Uh, they live and operate in small prides. Uh, one thing about them, though, is that they don't just hunt because they're hungry. They they hunt because it's fun. It's like it's a sport to them. Um, so they'll track and <laughs> kill prey with like zero intention of eating it. They just wanted to get some entertainment in before, you know, heading out for actual dinner or whatever. And that's that's all you need to know, basically, about displacer beasts. People love blink dogs. I'm, I'm, I will put in blink dog into Google image and there's like blink dog puppy and there's all these illustrations and one of them is a corgi. And I guess, I don't know if we'll cover blink dogs, but it looks like they just move, they move fast, like in a blink, like they can go from one place to another place in a blink, which yeah. makes sense. Do you remember that time that I said that they teleport just a minute ago? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But teleportation and what I'm seeing in this illustration are very different. They, they blink in and out of existence. They teleport like Nightcrawler from the X-Men. That's what you said? That's exactly what I said. Jesus, I was too busy looking at blink dogs. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, they're cute, though. I want a blink dog. Maybe I'll be a blink dog in the next campaign. <laughs> I don't think you can do that because their Why? stats don't, they don't really work does this world hate me okay cool well um do i have a question i don't know do you yeah i already asked you this you already responded oh how (laughs) how do you how would you feel about getting slapped by one of those spiky tentacles i think it would be the worst day of my life yeah i think that would act that'd be like oh you know like the the meat hammers yeah, for like... What are those called? Meat hammers? Yeah, that's good enough. A tenderizer? Tenderizer. <laughs> uh, it would be like getting hit by a tenderizer. Your face would be all like... It would, yeah, it would be flattened and you have little tiny holes in it. And you'd be like, did I just destroy this pork chop or is it better? I cannot tell yet. <laughs> your skin would be so supple. Um, that's your question? That was my question. Okay, cool. Do you, you want to do have, a rating? Do you have a question? No, not really. Okay. My rating is... Hmm. Not a blink dog out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> I... Yeah, obviously they're not a blink dog out of out of 10. I think they would make a great friend. I, I don't think they're inherently fiends. I think anything that's like an animal can be cool. Yeah, you know, like not like obviously like some of the things like the 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 squid like and the the flying manta rays and those kinds of things. No, those aren't those aren't friends. They can't because be those friends. are water animals. Yeah, because they live in the water. But land animals, based off of land things, like cats and dogs, are going to be friends inherently because we are friends with them. Yeah, the IRL. monster manual says that they're lawful evil, but like I don't think that's fair. Honestly, like I think it kind of goes back to what I was trying to say about dinosaurs in the last episode. But like just because they're a predator, I don't think that makes them a fiend. Um, 
Now, the fact that, like, Displacer Beast will kill you just for fun isn't exactly a point in their favor, but uh, but fuck that. I, I still think they're friends. This is how I feel, because, like, this is the same with regular dogs um, and cats. It really depends on the person. Yeah. Like, it depends on who's looking after that animal. You can have really shitty dogs because you have really shit and even though you know the dogs aren't shitty the owners are shitty and i think that if like you have a well-meaning person who takes an animal in and and loves them and gives them saucers of milk gives them you can't actually give milk to cats i know what a weird uh thing that people have been doing for years in cartoons my grandmother's cat may have died because i gave it a saucer of milk interesting so we aren't going to talk about that because I was very young. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the point is all animals, not sea animals included, and not insects or any bugs, uh, they are redeemable. They have a redeemability to them. So, so no sea animals, no bugs, you say? Yeah. So a very small portion of animals left on the planet are friends yeah the vast majority of them are evil yeah okay don't trust them don't trust a bitch uh and that's it uh, yeah that's everything this is our episode over lots of tangents today a little bit <clears throat> we're here to educate you not just about the dungeons and dragons manual but also about paint wars and uh atoms <laughs> and Light refraction. Yay. Yay. Science is fun. Yay. (laughs) All right. Bye, guys. Bye, everybody. We'll be back next week with another episode of We Have Dark Vision. But in the meantime, why not swing by our website, wehavedarkvision.com, or follow us on Instagram at wehavedarkvision or Twitter at darkvisioncast.